Hi, my name is Jason Balin, and this is my partner, Ian Walsh. Now, Ian and I are business partners. Uh, we work and we operate out of separate offices, though. My office is in Maryland, the Washington, D.C., Baltimore area, and Ian's office is actually in Pennsylvania. So over the last several years, we have learned a lot about operating success, a successful company together. And the funny thing is we don't even see each other every day. And to be honest with you, I mean, Ian, how many times a year do we even see each other? <laughs> Six, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we probably only see Ian. I only probably only see Ian a few, you know, six times a year, and most of them on a golf course. So the point yeah. of this is we don't see each other on a regular basis. Now, however, we do communicate on a regular basis, and we're going to go over that in a in a little bit. But I'm hoping that everyone watching or listening to this video gets some key takeaways of exactly how to run uh, your own business if you're contemplating either starting a new business and you're looking to maybe start a business that you need to have a partner in a remote or a different location, or maybe you already have a successful business up and running, but you're looking to expand, but that expansion would require a, an external office, you know, another office. So the purpose of this video or audio is you're here, someone else is here, you don't see each other every day, you're not collaborating every day in person, but you're still able to operate, operate it. So let's talk about number one goals. It's very important to make sure your goals are clearly aligned before starting a partnership. Is your goal, obviously your goal should be the financial output of the company. Is that safe to say, Ian? <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, I'm gonna let, I'll let you finish your statement, but I mean, there's this has to be ironed out up front where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, figuring out, figuring out your goals on paper is what's the, what's the purpose of of being in this office, like, you know, I'm in DC and, and, Ian's, and Ian's in Philadelphia. The reason it is, is we cover two markets. We each need boots on the ground in different markets. And that's why it's important that we have both of those office. So, we, so we're, you know, we have geographic locations where our, our customers that can come to us or we can come and see our customers. But wherever it is, your goals need to be aligned so you both are on the same page of what is your mission statement and how exactly you're trying to get there. Yeah, I think um, I, you know Jay's got a really good point. I think we, I think quite frankly, I take this for granted sometimes. I think maybe we both do, but like because you, myself, Chris, we're all so much on the same page. There's so much unspoken language that happens in the like. I know without fail um, what you're heading towards, and you know without fail what I'm heading towards. And there's a an amazing amount of transparency and trust that you have to have in the person you're sitting down with. Um, I would say, at least for me in general, just just like underwriting. You know, you cannot trick yourself into the partner you're about to go into business with. If you really can almost remove yourself, you know, from the from the understanding of, hey, we want to make a lot of money. We got, you know, you get fired up. You want to go into business together. You want to make a lot sure. of money. You've got to remove yourself from that moment and say, is this person to the core a person that I'm getting married to? I mean, a partnership is a marriage. That's yeah. that's what it is. So, are you prepared to get married to this person's uh, finances um, indefinitely? And if you can answer that question, yes, and your goals are aligned, uh, even when those tough moments come up, you're going to be in a position where you know you're both going to make similar decisions together um, and be on the same page. And that is, that's enormous because, you know, the contracts are really only, are, are not necessary in general if, if you're with the right person. Yeah. That, that's the reality of it. Yeah, absolutely. Point. They're worthless if, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Okay. So clear. So also really got to determine your clear responsibilities of who's doing what. You need to trust that the other person is got your back and they're responsible for their stuff and they need to trust you that you have their back and you're, you're clearly responsible. So in our partnership, we have, cl we have clear understandings of who's doing what. 
I'm doing my stuff here. Ian's doing his stuff here. We overlap in the middle. Uh, we do overlap and stuff. That's just what happens. But up front, we have clear responsibilities of who is doing what. And as time goes by, stuff changes. And stuff always will. will always evolve. But going back to you know, making sure that marriage is, is correct, you, you, you know, is adequate, you, 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 you work on your clear responsibilities and you make sure that that other person, you know that other person's doing theirs as well. Yeah, it's funny when you say, uh, you know, as things develop, because a business is an organic thing, right? So it grows and you've got to make decisions as you go. It's not, this is the responsibility for the rest of time, but you always have an interesting way to say it. And, and I think it's a natural reaction we all have. We see a task that needs to be handled as in a changing environment, and then immediately one of us decides, okay, who's, and you call it this, you say, who's going to run point on this? And at that moment, when that partner takes over that task, everybody else in the relationship trusts, like whether it's me, you, or Chris, we say, Jay's got this handled. And we have that belief and understanding and to know this will be accomplished, you know, and without, we don't, we don't fail at our tasks, right? All of us take that responsibility on to say, this is what we're going to do. When we're running point, now you have a, a clear procedure or a clear um, delegation of responsibility. And we just kind of do it very naturally at this point. But I think a lot of businesses or business owners underestimate people wearing a bunch of hats, doing a bunch of different things. And that's dangerous in business because that's where you run into trouble. You need to, and, and Jay, quite frankly, I'll be very uh, upfront with the people watching this. Years ago, before we were in business together, you were, uh, you were a silent partner in our other company. And you and Chris made that very apparent to us. And we changed the business model that we were in at that time significantly and for the better, which was us not realizing a bunch of people were wearing different hats and, and doing different jobs. You said, you need to cut this thing up. You need to very have very clear delegation as to who's doing what. Once we did that, the business went to another level. And that was really, really important. And obviously now it's much more second nature and habit and how, how, it's, how it's done. But I don't think people should under, underestimate that by any means. Yeah, I mean, if you can't consider other people to be accountable and you can't trust the other people, you need to back up to be beginning because maybe that partnership wasn't meant to be to begin with. Those are very, there's a lot of really powerful keywords we can put into this. And it doesn't matter if you're a one-off partnership on a particular small, let's call it a deal or a full-blown business. Either way, you need to make sure that right person's in in place. There's a lot operators of operators are key. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of big kind of key key words to 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 describe that. So, another thing that I think a lot of people have questions on is, well, how do you guys communicate if you can't see? Like, I like going in my my employees' offices, or I like going to my partner's office. And say, hey, I think I have this idea, or we should do this, we should do this. I agree. That's all powerful stuff. That being said, it doesn't necessarily have to happen that exact way to communicate. Sure. We we pick up the phone. I mean, think about this. Again, we talk every day. Now, there's a time and place of when you pick up the phone and talk to someone on the phone. There's a time and place when you text somebody. There's a time and place uh, where you email somebody. There's a time and place that, that you chat. You use project management software. You, you got to respect kind of the communication sources. Like, if Ian and I were on our phones all day just texting back and forth, we would never get anything accomplished, right? So we there's time-sensitive stuff, and there's not time-sensitive stuff. You know, maybe if it's not time-sensitive, it's like, hey, what's your thoughts on this? Email. Hey, if two people in front of the computer, chat. FaceTime. I mean, listen, if we wanted to, we could each have iPads in our offices and we could just have an ongoing FaceTime all day long. So I could just look over the corner and be like, hey, Ian, what's up? What are you working on? But yeah. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need that. But luckily, the power of the internet has made working uh, remotely, call it, uh, in different locations very, very easy. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, and that's true, man. I, now that you bring all this stuff to light as we have this conversation, you're right. There's so much. 
Uh, honestly, I think one of the best ways to, if you're going to ask yourself to answer that question of, hey, should I call? Should I text? Should I email? I'd say you judge it on two things. One, efficiency of time. That's very important because as you become a business owner, your time gets cut up real quick if you're not yep. careful. And two, severity of the situation being time sensitive or whatever it may be. So, you know, you have a situation that's got some real repercussions if it's not handled correctly. It's going to be a phone call or a face-to-face meeting. Yeah. Um, you got something that's just a piece of paper that needs to go from one place to the other. Text works. Yeah, so that's right. If you judge situations by that, um, because you've got to respect your time as a business owner, it's a very important thing that a lot of people under the, the world will take from you as much time as you want to give it. So you either got to take that time back from it or, or and, and allocate what, what's needed. Um, but you can't. You got to be very efficient in your communication in order to do that. I think. Yeah, and in order to keep a business kind of going over and over and over a long period of time, because that's the goal. When you create something here, you're looking for this to stay almost forever until you know you. You, you get to whatever that goal is. That's actually the end is when you reach your goal. But transparency is very important inside a business. Everyone needs to be on the exact same page. I mean, we have software, we have logs, we have whatever it takes that everyone can access the data. It's not just for efficiency purposes so everyone can see everything. It's you need to know what's going on. People need to be involved in the business. You know, you're making financial decisions. You're, you, need to, you need to be involved on the, so everyone's on the exact same page. Um, so... I would say I would I would leave you with pretty much the last thing of understanding what your growth plans are and what happens in expansions expansion. Things change on a regular basis. All of a sudden you have a goal of doing whatever, a few transactions a month, and then you say, Hey, well maybe we should expand into this market or maybe we should start doing more business or maybe we should take on this partner or whatever the vendor or whatever the case is, you need to be open minded to to an to expansion and really kind of figure out on an ongoing basis, reforecasting your goals and your growth plans so both of you guys can achieve exactly what you meant, what's meant to be. I would agree with every bit of that. Cool. All right. Well, as, as you know, we said at the beginning, we have a, a pretty successful business in uh, the offline commercial real estate lending model, and it's, it's worked great. So no matter what business you're in, I'm positive that you could uh, do some sort of expansion or create a partner in a different market and not have to be you know, with that person every day and, you know, just try it. It's, it's a good outcome. Hi, right, Ian. Thanks.